Welcome to the Derwood Experience, where we talk seriously about nonsense. I'm Ethan. I'm Jess. Hello, I'm Steve. And Jess finally gets her sweet release of the intro. I'm so happy. That makes like my year come to an end on a happy note. <laughs> a, ha- <laughs> a happy ending, as it were, Jess. Yes, happy <laughs> ending. <laughs> I finally get my happy ending. <laughs> have you seen, have you seen the, I like I, reels that I like reels. And so there's this one, it's, it's a voiceover, but it's like, it's always a woman. And it's like a little kid comes up and a little kid comes up to some woman and the little kid's like, do you like cream pies? And the woman's like, do I like cream pies? And yeah, yes, I like cream pies, right? Is how it goes. Cause the little kid's talking about the, the snack, the cream pie, yeah. and the woman is talking about not that. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen that. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! It's usually some like scandalous lady. <laughs> <laughs> so where is everybody at on a scale of one to five? So I can't remember if Jess was initially a five. And then drop down to like negative one. And then I don't think we revisited it since the negative five or the negative one. Sorry, I'm trying to just keep adding. <laughs> I'm not that. Or subtracting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Subtracting. Or, yeah. <laughs> or adding more negative numbers, Steve. Because <laughs> you do add negative numbers. Yeah. Um, so that's funny that you bring it up now because... <laughs> Last night, I had dinner with a really close friend who I actually considered my best friend, and she was there for me during my marriage, she was there for me during my separation, and she was there for me during my divorce. <clears throat> and uh, she broke up with me last night. <laughs> like, Wait, she, what? She broke up with me as a friend. According to her, we are not friends because I do not meet her standards of friendship because she is looking for genuine and authentic friendship, which I am not giving that to her. And so I go, okay, what would you label us? I go, you're breaking up with me right now. So do we call us acquaintances? She's like, no, I'm not breaking up with you. I'm like, okay, then what are you doing? Cause you're telling me you're not friends. <laughs> and she's like, well, it's complicated. We will be someday friends once you and I are um, living the same, a similar lifestyle and you are able to suit my needs and like provide me what I need. Oh, okay. That's what I will say as our friendship now going forward. There's so much going on in that, like. Yes, there is a lot wow. to unpack there. Wow. That's like insane to me. <laughs> that is that is so crazy. I can only think back to like okay, so Steve, you can maybe validate this for me. When this happens with guys, basically there's a conversation of um or no conversation and you just stop talking. Yes. And that's what yeah. it like. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That is normal. Yep. 
Yeah, it's just I, I am not going to spend any more energy and time yeah. with that person, but I'm not going to make a production out of it. It was a production. Uh, unless that person came to me and said, hey, I feel like we're not, you know, we're not hanging out anymore or we're not connecting. How can we get that back? That would be the, like the only time you would ever go, well, you know, here's here's how I feel. Yeah, but the so, whole, like, did she plan this event? No, I did. Um, okay. We haven't. So, so you took the time and energy to plan it, to get together with her, and she's like, you're not giving me what I need. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Yeah, wow. after we had, like, an hour of dinner. So we had dinner, we caught up. Like, it was, like, again, I didn't know I was going to get broken up with. And so I, you know, yes, we haven't connected in a couple months. Like she's been busy. I've been busy. Like, I understand that we have not connected and that this was my way of connecting. This was my way of being like, Hey, let's go out to dinner. Let's catch up. Um, and so it was about an hour of getting caught up. And then all of a sudden she goes, so can we talk about us now? And I'm like, sure. What would you like to talk about? <laughs> I love this story because it's like it can go so many directions, right? You're like, I got broken up with, and I'm like, did she think you guys were in a relationship? Like, you know, is she sweet on you? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, uh, she broke up with me from a friendship perspective. I think her definition of friendship is that of a relationship. Mm. Like, she puts the standards of a relationship onto her friend. And so when you think of a relationship with your partner, you there's like that consistent daily conversation. There is the let's go on date nights. There's the let's I need to confide in you about my feelings and you can confide in me and my feelings. And like there's a consistency and patterns associated with a relationship and a partner. She wants that in her friendships as well. And so because where I'm at in my life, I have multiple friends and she doesn't like that either. She wants little, little friends and she wants me to have little friends as well. She, she's like, I want you to focus on me because that's what I'm going to do to you. Like, I'm going to focus on you and you're not focusing on me. So I just don't feel like this is the right fit for my needs. I got to say, Jess, sounds like you dodged a bullet. <laughs> just like she seems crazy yeah let her go yeah i don't i you know i don't have the full context for who this person is right but on the surface if it walks like a duck <laughs> um wow so how are you so how are you doing with that yeah I am grieving a loss of a close friend. I really am because I did think of her as someone who I can confide in and someone who was non-judgmental and someone who truly supported me um, with where I'm at in my life. And um, now knowing, well, the worst part is she's my direct neighbor. Like she lives right next door. Her kids play with my kids. Um, like we have mutual friends, like we hang out as groups together all the time. Um, and so 
I'm, I'm kind of trying to figure out how do I navigate that too. Am I, she asked if we can still be cordial to each other and act as though nothing's wrong when we're out in groups. And so in my head, I'm like, okay, so you want to be fake out in groups? Like that? This is crazy. This is crazy. (laughs) This is so crazy. Did you become friends because (laughs) you're neighbors? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. So fascinating. Uh, I mean, that's like, that's psycho stuff that a, a two people who are either in a serious relationship or married to one another are breaking up getting divorced but they don't want to tell anyone so they're like we'll just pretend so like it looks fine but you freaking sleep in the basement and we're not going to talk to each like we're just roommates till this is all finalized holy cow that's why i'm saying i was broken up with like literally <laughs> so this is a i don't know if the, how closely related this is but we had two instances We've moved a number of times around the country, et cetera. And the first two houses we lived in, we had a next door neighbor who was very friendly and, you know, welcomed us to the neighborhood, et cetera, but wanted to be pals with my wife to the point where it became oppressive in both of those situations. Yeah. And and one of them very similarly like didn't want my wife to have other friends in the neighborhood and said really crazy things like like well i can't believe and she would and this all came back like second hand i can't believe you're being friends and hanging out with that person because they don't even go to the same church we do. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Another another neighbor um, happened to be out driving and saw Claire and said, hey, I'd like to come over. And rather than go to drive to her house, she drove to our house, but didn't want to park in the driveway, actually pulled into our garage because she didn't want the the, the nutty neighbor to see that she was over yeah yep. that's how bad it was that's how I and feel and very like very controlling and possessive and to ethan's point bullet dodged yeah and i've turned to like i'm going to be friendly with my neighbors but i am not going to get super close because it's just going to lead to issues yeah <sighs> So, well, I'm I, sorry that that happened, though. That is like yeah. going to be really tough. I I know that that's pro it's probably been hurtful, um, and giving you very. It's gonna pro- gonna be a long time of processing that. I mean, it's a it's I'm gonna process this for like a week, I think, <laughs> and I don't even know this person, but I'm sitting there going, oh my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> So I want to give you a disclaimer. The Wisdom Wednesday for next week will be 100% spot on, and that is not planned. This was oh really? This was already planned like weeks ago for this for the fifth, but yeah. it's spot on to this situation. Oh, that's funny. So I just wanted to let you know, like I didn't change it for you. It just it it happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I want to know what it is. Yeah, are you going to tell us what it is? 
Do we get a sneak peek? I can. Do you want to know or do you want to wait till Wednesday? By the way, I almost always have a comedic response to all those Wisdom Wednesdays, and I have to struggle not to say it because it's going to sound, oh, people are just going to say I'm making fun of Ethan, and I'm not. If they knew that we knew each other, you know I'm just like right, yeah, piling on <laughs> with comedy. But... <laughs> but yes, give us a sneak peek. When you really think about it, life, people will come and go, and at the end of the day, you're all that's left. Get to know that person. Solid. <laughs> that. <laughs> that is true. It's like, it's a little, I mean, it's a little doom and gloomy, but it's also <laughs> just a... <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So to answer your question on my scale, um, the negative one last time was because of work and stresses around too much going on and my, like, I couldn't handle all the work and, oh, I had like personal stuff going on too. So now work is better. Um, and like the only personal issue right now is I got broken up with. I think I'm okay. So I, I would consider it more of a two right now. I moved up from negative one to two. Nice. How about you? I thought you were a three. Were you mm. or you were a two, two? Um, no, I thought I'd bounce back to like a five. I mean, I was a, before that it was a zero. Both Steve and I were like zeros. Yeah. And then we both kind of bounced back at the same time. Yeah, still like... I did? Yeah. When did that... Did I miss that? Did I miss when I bounced back? There's a whole episode about it. <laughs> you explain... I don't, feel a, you I don't explain... know that I bounced back. I think I was overly ambitious in feeling I had bounced back. Okay. You said the main reason that you switched from a zero or whatever to a five is... Um, because the client that you're at uh, finally finally saw the light and canceled their plans to try and force everyone back to the office in an untimely fashion. Ah. Uh. So, yeah, I, I think I'm still riding the, I'm like four, four-ish. That's a good number. What are you at now, Steve? Oh, solid two at best. Yep. Most of that, though, is due to the fact that I still don't know what I am coming in contact with that causes me to itch like a banshee. Still? I thought yep. we... Really? It's like a roller coaster about every four to five months. Hmm. Isn't no that like, uh, isn't that, um, that's not celiac. What's the other thing? I don't know. It's mine is contact dermatitis. It's something I come into contact with that just. But you don't go anywhere. No, I don't. Hmm. Is it food related? 
It is not food. And I've done, this has been going on two years. So um, it's not food. It's not, um, I've had like the full patch testing. Um, I have changed like laundry detergent, all the soaps I use, anything that can touch my skin. The only thing that's left is possibly some type of like synthetic fabric or something you know whether it's some kind of polyester or um possibly some kind of you know elastic or uh, latex or something that's the only thing i can think of but i don't know what it would be yep that would put me at a two two that'd be tough Medical yep. stuff is tough, especially when you get into the, like, the rare things, because there's not a lot of knowledge that's spread around, um, mm -hmm. and the specialists are super busy. Like, when we were looking for an endocrinologist, there are, there's a lot of endocrinologists around for pedi for pediatrics. Um, there are very few pediatric endocrinologists that have experience with OI, and we met all of them. <laughs> we basically interviewed them all. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's in our area, there's like three, three or four. And they all had varying, you know, degrees of experience and opinions. And one of them that we interviewed like five or six years later, his, his opinion of things and the way he did things changed because he got new information which was really cool. It was interesting to see him, um, you know, be one way and then look at all the data that was coming in and then become a proponent of doing it a better way. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, <clears throat> I, COVID is like definitely, everybody's now experiencing healthcare like they never have before. So there's, you don't really realize, you know, Steve, you've been dealing with for two years, so you have a better appreciation or a greater appreciation of medicine and how it's not an exact science. That it, there's an, a very much an art to it. Mm -hmm. Lots of problem solving that goes into it. Oh, it, to me, it, this whole thing is just like any computer problem I've ever had. It's figuring out what the problem is not yep. and narrowing it down to, oh, the only thing that's left is this. Yeah problem is i haven't narrowed it down to what's left yeah yeah and sometimes you you know the other thing is the the experience it's when things are rare nobody has experience in it or the experience they've seen is in a textbook or something and so because they don't deal with it on a regular basis it doesn't click and the other thing is the same underlying issue can cause different symptoms in different people as an example when i was 25 i had all of the symptoms of a heart attack i had chest pain throughout the day it woke me up in the middle of the night i had we were going to the hospital i had pain radiating down my left arm up into my neck i couldn't breathe we get to the hospital they have to they treat me like a heart attack patient my heart rate is like way over 200 
So they thought I was on drugs. I'm like, I'm not on drugs. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't have a heart attack. My chest wall had swelled up and was compressing my heart. Oh, wow. Due to lack of potassium. Oh, my gosh. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Just lack of potassium can do that. So then a few years, a couple of years later, a few years later, um, <clears throat> I was working with a guy and he, he couldn't sleep. He had this, he was just kind of having pain, like, and he couldn't sleep. It was anytime he was standing up, he was good, but any other position he had pain and it was like in his chest area. And I told him about this and he told his doctor about that. And his doctor's like, Hmm, I didn't consider that. Turns out he was had the same thing. His chest wall had swelled up <laughs> and was causing these crazy symptoms. Right? But it's like you get that information. So the doctor clearly knew. And it's just like, oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that thing. Let's check that out. You know, <laughs> the most random. <laughs> yeah. So now you eat three bananas a week? A <laughs> day. <laughs> I, I'm uh, perplexed about bananas, by the way. I think we need to have a special episode on bananas. Oh, what are you perplexed about? Maybe this, maybe this is that episode. So <laughs> bananas, um, a fairly sizable item, right? But to me, they're one of the cheapest, most inexpensive items you can buy at the grocery store. They are. Why yeah. is that? Why are? Why can I get? 47 bananas for like a dollar 50. Okay, that's not it's not quite like there, that. It's like a dollar 50 a pound and a bunch of bananas is in a pound. Yeah. And they're Yeah, they're like, I, I mean, don't get how they can how the, how they can ship them and get them to my store and they still cost as little as they do. I, I think it's it. cuz they're you can grow them in so many places and they stay well. Right? Cuz it's you get bananas year round. And they're consistent year round. There are no other fruits that do that, right? Oranges, you get good oranges. When it's orange season, you get skimpy oranges. Strawberries is a really big one that you can see. Like the strawberries get really small and not very good when they're out of season. Watermelon, all that kind of stuff. But bananas, they're consistent. They And then you bring them into your house and they ripen consistently. Like it's a cool fruit. <laughs> It, and it has the best packaging of any fruit. <laughs> you know, oranges, pain in the butt to peel them. Yep. Strawberries Bananas? off the top. Yep. But getting the top off the banana or off the strawberry, pain in the butt. Yep. Banana, perfect packaging. Easy to open. Yeah, even apes can open them. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, they've got the opposable thumbs. Well, they have the special way. Like, they do it at the bottom. They don't do it at the top and bring it down. They go at they the do. bottom and pinch and, like, pull. And ever since I saw one do that, I'm like, all right, I'm going to eat them that way. And I eat them that way because the, the stem is a nice handle at the end. <laughs> yes. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that funny? We think we're so much more advanced. Our, our DNA is 1% different, right? And we think we're so right. much better. And we're the dumb dumbs eating bananas the wrong way. 
<laughs> right? I'm like, wow, they know what they're doing. <laughs> well, this topic at least raised my happiness level by half a point. Bananas for <laughs> the whole the whole episode. Bananas for her <laughs> ma bananas. massage tomorrow. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm so excited for my massage. I deserve one hour, an hour and a half massage. Yeah. I am super excited. Got broken up with. I'm going to get a pedicure this afternoon because I got broken up with. I'm going to get a massage because <laughs> <laughs> I nice. need to treat myself. I am grieving and in pain and suffering. <laughs> I, I think that. I think you're probably confused, but eventually you are going to be, um, oh, thank God. Yeah. 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 They, so they sound like a psychopath. I mean, for me, so I'm very self-aware and reflective. So when people give me feedback of, you know, I get a little defensive. Gosh, who doesn't? But I go back and I'm like, okay, what did I do? What can I do differently? How can I improve? How can I grow? And I'm really being self-reflective of like, what did I do? Like, what did I do wrong for her to think that I was so toxic in her life that she had to have this conversation that we can't be friends because you don't give me genuine and authentic relationships. Which is very interesting to me, because I would say that uh, over the last few years, you are more authentic than you had previously been. And maybe that's, that might be the problem is like, she's upset because maybe she could manipulate you before and she can't anymore. Yeah. Always comes back to Jess's personas, uh, like 100% every time. All the time. <laughs> A couple weeks ago, I have someone who's like, okay, you're putting on a different persona with me right now. I'm like, oh my gosh, we talk about that in the podcast. <laughs> like, what persona am I putting on right now? Because I need to talk about it in my next podcast. <laughs> I like how other people are calling you out about it, though. That's, I know. I think that's really cool. Oh, I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I think it's a problem for you because... Um, it's a problem. Well... I think because you're used to, right, it's a, a safety slash coping mechanism, survival tactic, right? For sure. And nobody could pick up on it before, so they didn't know. But now people can pick up on it. And it, it, so now your survival tactic doesn't work as well. Or I let go of the personas and then I get dumped because they don't like who I am. This is where that, like... You know, how many fucks do you really have to give about that person? Yeah. I Zero? I one? <laughs> right, right. Well, I gave a lot of fucks about her. It's, I, I mean... family. But that's how it goes. Like, you make friends anywhere, right? You can make more friends. You had a good time with her. You have good memories. No, probably no bad memories. Like, just remember, it's like when, you know... When people that are close to me pass away, I always remember the good stuff. That's all that's left. It's all the good times we had. It's very, so it's very similar to when you're not friends with somebody. Um, yeah, there's 
it doesn't happen to me too often where it's like we have like an agreement that we're not going to be friends anymore but like i said it's kind of like guys have this like unspoken agreement like we have a conversation and we're like yeah we're totally gonna hang out and spend time and then we never talk to each other again <laughs> <laughs> or something happens where i'm like oh that's how you are got it and then i'm not gonna make any effort and that's yeah. normal i don't know i just didn't feel like it was necessary no i think that's steve and i's point it wasn't and it's crazy that somebody would feel in a friendship that they would have to say i could maybe if you were getting divorced from somebody like i think you legally have to give that <laughs> feedback <laughs> the logic behind why you're leaving them <laughs> but i mean even like serious long-term relationship boyfriend girlfriend um i mean if you've tried to communicate like yeah i don't know Definitely I mean, friendships come and go. Right. Like that. Um, and in high school, I had my friends tell me that, you know, I changed and like I was spending more time with my then boyfriend who turned into my husband and they didn't like that I was changing. And that's kind of like the same thing that happened with her is that she didn't like that I changed. She didn't like that I went from married next door family gatherings hanging out to not married going out with you know new friends and meeting new people and having people over a lot because I have people come over and like she's like okay you've changed like this is not who I Which was originally friends with. those are to me are like the dumbest reasons to if you're changing your personality or you know those types of things maybe but <laughs> it to me it sounds like a, a her defense mechanism is going into play like ooh jess is doing different things that don't include me and i am feel she's feeling hurt about it and so therefore to prevent herself from being hurt she's just gonna throw the baby out with the bathwater, as it were yeah, that's actually a good um, analysis of it too, for sure. So now... And she might she might struggle. I'm assuming she's married. Yeah. So she may struggle with the "you're not married, I am married," and and not have any way to deal with that. Mm -hmm. Wow, what a Midwest problem! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> what a suburban housewife problem! Seriously, yes. <laughs> I mean, she's not a housewife, but like, <laughs> she's very successful in her career. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, time to grieve that and move on. Grieve that with alcohol and a massage. Yep. I did alcohol last night, pedicure today, massage tomorrow. Nice. Mm -hmm. Solid. 